Hi guys, welcome back to the episode of Brave in Faith, episode number two. I'm Jenna. I'm Suhaidi. And so today's episode is kind of going to be based off something we kind of touched over last episode, which was, well, we kind of touched based over people who have had an impact in our life because of their relationship with Christ. So I think that's kind of what we're going to touch base a little bit on today. And yeah. Yeah, that's pretty much it. So we're probably going to talk about um, probably people from our church that impacted us, how our parents have impacted us. Um, and just like our walk with Christ and maybe even some role models who are celebrities that we actually really enjoy talking about. Um, so, yeah. So let's get into it. So uh, first of all, I wanted to like kind of touch base on like my parents and like how they've been really impacted my life, my relationship with God. Um, so like throughout this whole journey, I guess, they've always kind of been like my number one support. And I think it's really good to have the people in your life that support you no matter what and just are always there to be there and to lift you up especially in difficult times they're always there for supporting me and just lifting me up and encouraging me and telling me that I can do this and it's okay and pushing me along throughout every situation really helps me but um yeah so I grew up at a Baptist church my grandfather was one of the one of the top people at the church and my grandma and my grandfather were very very involved in that church and so was my mom um, but then we moved to BCF and things totally changed. Our view on so many things have changed since then. Um, and I, I think it's so amazing being able to see how Christ has affected my whole family because all of our relationships with Christ have gotten way stronger than they used to be. Um, it's something that I've been able to see in my mom. It's like it's, I've been able to see it in my grandmother as well. Um, so, yeah. I, yeah, I I think just when your whole family is kind of involved in like church and just kind of has like a really like has a relationship with God, I think it really has a, an impact in your like your whole family and the way you all view things and we all talk about things and just the way your whole family is guided in general. Just because when you have Christ in the center of your family, it just kind of makes life easier in a way because it's harder to do it on your own when like it's harder to have a relationship with Christ on your own and not have that support. Yeah, totally. Um I think especially with our faith, um, we need to have someone who we can lean on constantly. And sometimes it's easier for it to be a parent, but also sometimes it's easier for it to be a leader at your church. So whether it be a pastor or the pastor's wife or maybe even just a leader at your youth group, it's it's something very important because you do need fellowship to be able to grow your, your relationship with Christ. I completely agree with you on that because as much as I love talking to my parents and talking to them about like how I feel, I like not that I find it more difficult. I just view of you. So just like hearing else, just someone else's opinion is I find that more more helpful in a way. Yeah, um, th- that's that's something that um, sometimes you really do need to understand um, when it comes down to parents. Parents aren't always going to understand your side of the story. Um, and not everyone's going to understand your side of the story. I think it's really good to have friends like that in your life that'll help you on your journey with Christ because especially in in high school, you have so many different things and sometimes when parents don't want to, um, they're trying to listen, but they're also trying to give their parent the advice. It's a bit harder for us teenagers to kind of grasp that because like they're like our parents and like sometimes we don't want to listen to our mom and dad. But sometimes when someone that you know and who has been there for you like through your whole high school experience or majority of your high school experience um 
you tend to grow that bond where you're like, oh, okay, like, this person's like my mom, but like, I don't live with them. But they're basically telling me like, what my mom would tell me if that makes any sense. Yes. When you're in high school, you have all these different struggles you have. Yeah, I totally agree. Because it's something that um, when when you are in high school, you're surrounded by a lot of worldly people because not everyone's growing their relationship with Christ as young as you are. Parties, you have drinking, you have all of these things. And so it's hard not to get involved in that when that's all that's all that, when that's all that is around you. I mean, as long, as young as we are, actually, because I don't know if everyone watching this is um, in high school, but or hearing this, I should say. Um, but yeah. Finding Christian friends is something that's a lot of people struggle with because a lot of the world, the world doesn't want to hear about your religion. Let's just say that the world isn't as open to our beliefs as they are to other people's beliefs. And finding someone at your school or just finding someone in general who you can lean on is extremely, extremely helpful. Um, Just this week, I've made maybe one two like about two new christian friends that went to my school that i didn't even know were christian until they started sharing their testimonies with me and until they started really opening up and just explaining like their beliefs and it really it really helped me see like they're only so far along their walk but like you can already see christ moving in them i could be on different paths of our on our relationship with christ and just different walks and i think it's so cool to see that to see like that friend or that person just kind of growing in their faith and you can see like their whole journey and just like the same they get to see that journey with you and i just think that's such an amazing thing just to like kind of go and look on each other and be like oh remember when i was here remember when i was there and just see the progress you've made together but they can also see Christ moving in you. So it's one of those things where you have to find someone you can lean on. I think that's something that's something that I've been able to see in you and hopefully you've been able to see it in me, but I don't I know. Have, I really, no, I have. <laughs> yeah, so I I constantly see like your stories and I constantly like I'll ask you like, "Hey, can you pray for me?" And you're always like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, I'll pray for you. I'll pray for you." Um and stuff like that. And it's like it's so uplifting to be able to see friends sharing the gospel as well because it's it's sometimes hard to find people our age that are sharing the gospel. Like, of course, you have um, Instagram stars who share, share the word through Instagram. You have people on Snapchat who share the word through Snapchat. Um, but now a big thing is sharing um, your beliefs and sharing the gospel on TikTok. And it's something where I've seen a ton of people just coming together and really growing on the platform to the point where, like, random people are, like, messaging me. And they're like, hey, is it normal, like, to see TikTok, like, Christian content on TikTok? And I'm like, yeah, it's completely normal. Like, I'm on I'm on Christian TikTok. Like, me it's too, normal. Me too. Yeah, I'm like, it's it's a normal occurrence. Like, it's it's going to happen because God wants his word to be spread throughout the nations. But I think that sometimes we need to stop with the trying to get TikTok famous through using Christ, if that makes any sense. Because nowadays I'm seeing videos and it's like, share copy link for this. And the whole the whole video is them saying, hey, share copy link. And at the end, they just say, Jesus loves you. And that's not that's not what the gospel is about. It's not about how many shares you can get. It's about 
showing God through you and not just showing God, but just planting a seed in someone's brain, you know? Um, but just through the whole community, like I can see like people that I didn't even think that I would end up talking to or meeting, I've been able to meet and have full conversations with. Um, a lot of, I'm in, I'm in a group and I'm in a Christian group chat at the moment um, with some very amazing young ladies. And these girls are, it's crazy. Like girls are from Austin. There's girls from Austin. There's girl, girls from San Antonio. Um, there's girls from New York. There's girls from England and Ireland. So it's like, it's crazy just how many Christians friends you can make on a single platform, if that makes any sense. So don't be afraid. Yeah, yeah, so just just don't be afraid to go out and like make friends with random people because you never know how you're gonna impact them. I think that's the coolest part. Just like time, like making friendships with people you would never think of becoming friends with, and those friendships are probably some of the best friendships I have. Just kind of like not like me expecting like oh it's kind of a bad mentality, but being like oh like I could never be friends with them, and then you really get to know the person and you're like wow like they're such an amazing person and just being able to like guide off of each other and just kind of having that relationship that you never thought would have, I think those are just kind of the best ones because you just connect on a different level if that makes sense. Yeah, totally. It's also I think it's kind of like a cliche thing um, that happens with a lot of friendships is that. It, most of most of the people that I have met, I've met at like during middle school because like I don't have the same friends that I had in elementary. But the friends that I still have from middle school, all of them have been like, when I first met you, I thought you were the meanest girl in the world. They and said then, that about me too. And then like <laughs> as time proceeds, like they're like, oh, like you're not mean, or like like you're mean, but like not all the time, yeah. like stuff like that. Where it's it's crazy how just like time just ends up morphing into something totally different i have a friend and we're really close and she's like when i first met you i thought you were really mean and i didn't want to talk to you because i thought you're gonna like say something mean about me and now we like talk literally every single day like our conversations never like end up and like get boring like it's just one thing after another um kind of going on this topic and kind of going on this whole the whole theme of today's message um one person i have found really influential and really just kind of um had an impact on my life is bob goff have you ever heard of him no i have not he is a christian author and he reads he has multiple books um one is called love does everybody always and dream big and he has this other devotional but in one of his books love does it says you become like the people you hang around and not to and to a degree you end up going wherever they're headed and then it goes on to say in other words you become connected together and are influenced more than we think so that first part where it's like you become like the people you hang around with, I think that's so true because you, the people you hang around with, you kind of get their mannerisms, yeah, their mannerisms and just like the way they do and the way they act. And I feel like that can be a good thing and a bad thing, if that makes sense. I I see that a lot in myself. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. After like, during like these past couple of months that you and I have been like texting almost every day now, um, mm-hmm. I started finding myself talking like you. So... Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> no but yeah so going back kind of to this um i highly recommend reading his books they're just really good and he talks about what it, so in this book everybody always he kind of talks about how we should love everybody and not pick and choose who we want to love because that's the way jesus loved us says that from finding the right friends to discovering the upsides of failure and just how loving 
And it's like, it's not talks about like, what it means to love without like inhibition, insecurity, and restriction. And I think that's so true because when we when we love people, I feel like we often just put we put limits on how we love them, and we don't fully express to them how much they mean to us. And in a way, like, it's kind of bad, and we don't really express ourselves and how, you know what I mean? Yeah, I totally I totally see what you're saying. Um, and I think that's a big part of friendships and relationships um, that as Christians we need to follow because um, in the Bible it says that we're called to love as Jesus loved. So it doesn't matter what someone's done to you, you still need to love them because you don't know what circumstances they're going through. And I find it kind of weird and kind of funny um, when, like, I now, like, when I start, like, I'll be texting someone and um, at the end they're like, bye. And I would be like, oh, bye, love you. And then they're like, wait, why did you say love you? And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, oh, because, like, I don't know what you're going through. Like, maybe someone hasn't said I love you to you, like, in a long time. So mm-hmm. I'm going to say it to you as your friend. It's It's crazy, like, to see people's reactions now. Because now, like, friends are starting to say it back. And they're like, oh, love you too. Bye, see Haiti. Or, or, like, before I even say bye, they're like, bye, love you. And it's, like, it's crazy because, like, I, I never got used to saying, like, I love you to someone as mm-hmm. I have during this time. Because during, right. because during this time, like, being able to tell someone I love you not knowing if it's the last time that you'll say it to them, you know? I do that a lot. So whenever I talk, like, whenever I'm on the phone with my parents or, like, before I go to sleep or even my friends, like, I would say, like, I would be on the phone with them. I'm like, okay, love you. God bless you. Like, whenever, like, I hang up the phone, I'm just, like, talking to them in general because I don't know what's going to happen. Like, you know, I'm not, like, I don't have magical powers that can tell what's going to happen next. So I don't want the last words I say to someone to be hurtful or rude. So I'm always like, okay, I love you. God bless you. Like, even if I'm mad, I know I shouldn't be, like, saying I love you when I'm mad. But I still want them to know that I love them because no matter no matter what, even if I'm mad at them, I still want to be like, I still love you and I love you. And, like, <laughs> I don't know. Like, it's, That's so funny. It's so weird. I apologize. Like, <laughs> no, it's it's totally, like, okay with me, though. Like, I don't know. Like, I started talking like you. I started talking like you, and it was like, whoa, like, Suhaidi, what are you doing? <laughs> um, but, like, yeah, it's crazy because, like, sharp- iron sharpens iron, and, um, yeah. Yeah, I totally agree. It's It's crazy just how a lot of people mix that up. I've, I've been, I've been seeing a lot of people, um, be very mean, um, whether it just whether it be to me, whether it be to just random people on the internet. But a lot of people are being extra mean because of the pain that this time is inflicting on them. It's it's crazy to see some sometimes when I see people who claim they're Christian or who speak God's word and who just preach God's word, and then they come around and they say some very rude and disrespectful things and sometimes it's a matter of holding your tongue but sometimes it's also a matter of finding the proper words to say with love if that makes any sense no it completely does and going and like going based off that topic of love and just like saying i love you i've never been the type of person who's like afraid to say i love you if i like if i just met you i will literally tell you i love you 
and like <laughs> a lot of people aren't like that but I've never found it weird to tell someone I love you like I tell all my friends I love them like I'll like we'll be in the call like I'll be like I said we'll be talking I'm like okay love you like even like when they drop me off at home I'm like okay love you like it's just such a weird thing to me and I find it I mean I don't find it weird I guess I understand why people don't say I love you but I've never been the type of person who's like what's the big deal with saying I love you I've I've never seen it as a big deal and I mean I know it is I just I don't see it like that I feel like love is love and you love everybody and that's just the way I am it's it's one of it's one of those things where saying I love you can turn someone's day around but sometimes it's not just their day it's like their entire life because sometimes Mm -hmm. just saying I love you will invoke something in them like be like oh like Jenna like Jenna said that she loved me and like maybe now like I can just come to her for everything because she genuinely likes me like she genuinely loves me you know so it's it's one of those things. And I find that really like uplifting just when you say encouraging words and uplifting words to other people. I feel like it brightens their day. Like you said, you never know what go- someone's going through, especially right now. I feel like it's a difficult time for everybody to be living through. And so just when you say something, like literally what you say can make or break a person. And I've never really thought about it like that before. But I, I often nowadays, I often find myself when I'm texting someone and I feel like I'm gonna say something hurtful. I'm like, that's kind of mean. And I don't say it. And I end up feeling bad because like, I don't want, like, no matter how much they upset me, I'm not going to tell them something mean because, yes, you upset me, but I'm not going to go full psycho on you and be like... Just touching back to our original topic, mm-hmm. um, so who is someone who you've seen just totally um, end up showing love to you even when you were at your darkest time? That's a tough question. Not because, like, I, I don't know. I can't really think of... I can't think of someone. Maybe that's just me being super close-minded. No one comes up to the top of my head. I feel really bad for saying that. What about you? Um. So for me, like, what usually, like, when I'm in pain or when I'm not in the right headspace, mm-hmm. I don't like to tell anyone. I like to keep it to myself. I kind of just deal mm-hmm. with it, cry a couple tears, you know? Um, right. That's that's kind of what I do. Um, but sometimes I'll walk into aftershock and instantly mm-hmm. someone can tell that something's wrong. So it's one of those things where I have like people are coming up to me and they're like, okay, you don't seem like the normal Suhaiti today. And they'll go and they'll show they'll show me such compassion that I'm like, oh my gosh, like this is why I come every week. You know, like it's not just to hear God's word, not just to hear um, God's word speaking through, whether it be the pastor or whether it be just one of the leaders. I go for fellowship because these people are truly and genuinely showing love to the brokenhearted the way that Jesus would, you know? So maybe it's like, maybe there's like a leader who's helped you a lot, who's showed you love and who showed you compassion when you were at your darkest spot well when you word it that way it's because i don't know i was trying to interpret it like in my head it just wasn't making sense in my head but the way you worded it um i think it's probably been our youth pastor's wife just because she is the sweetest person ever like we'll give you a hug no matter what and i can literally call her and be like i was be crying and she's like what's going on she's like she's like i was ta- i was thinking about you today and just when someone just says like oh i was thinking about you today like it makes me feel like happy it makes me feel like, okay, like, I'm not alone. And, like, there's people who are, like, there for me, you know? Yeah, totally. I love I love it when you get random messages. Like, right. just random messages from people who are like, hey, I'm praying for you. Or, hey, today's going to be a good day. Like, you got this today. 
like stuff like that. And I find it so encouraging um, when it comes from the leaders, because I know, uh, I think it was the beginning of my sophomore year. I don't remember what leader it was, but one of the girl leaders had sent me a message and she was, she was like, hey, Suhaidi, I'm thinking of you today. Like, I'm praying for your first day of school to go really, really well. And I was like, my heart was exploding that day. I don't remember what leader it was. I wish I could remember. But um, yeah, and then sometimes when when my leader um, at Aftershock, she'll text me randomly and be like, hey, are you okay? Like, are you mentally, physically okay? <laughs> and sometimes I'm like, like I want to say yes, but I'm not. So she can tell, like, when I'm not telling the truth. She can tell exactly in the moment why I feel the way that I do, even when I don't say anything. Because it's one of those things where, like, when someone starts showing love to you, you start opening up. So it's not a matter of me saying, I love you because I want you to open up to me. It's a matter of saying, I love you. So maybe in the future, once we get to know each other a little bit better, you can trust me with things, you know? It's it's one of those things, and at least in my eyes. No, yeah, I completely agree. Just like what you're saying, just kind of having someone like those, like those random texts. Those random texts can literally change a person's day, from like they could be having like a, the worst day like they probably had in a while to having probably one of the best days, and you never know how it's gonna affect them. Like I know when I get those texts, I'm smiling all day long. I'm like, well, that's so sweet. Yeah. Have you ever like um sent like has God ever like put someone in your mind to pray for that day or like several people and then he like kind of calls you to tell to like let the person know like has that ever happened to you so what happened to me I think two nights ago I was saying my prayers and I was like and this person popped into my head I hear God say pray for them just pray for them I go hey God I'm praying for this person I don't know what they're going through but you put them in my heart for a reason and so I just prayed for them and it's so weird because it's someone I would have like never like thought about that needed something if that makes sense that sounds really that I hope that doesn't come off wrong but you know what I'm trying to say here yeah like it's it's sometimes it's someone that you don't even know (laughs) like you don't talk to enough to know the circumstances in their lives right you don't you don't always know exactly what to pray for but it's just (laughs) it's something that like he he's put on your heart for a reason like he felt like this person needs prayer and today you are the person who's gonna pray for him or yeah, and for I, her. Yeah, and I was like, it was just in my head. I was like, God was like, hey, Jenna, like, pray for this person. And, like, by, like, their whole, like, by their name. And I was like, um, I don't know why you want me to pray for this person, but okay, let me do it. And now I think after I'm done recording this, I'm thinking I'm going to tell them that. Because, I don't know, I just, I think, I think it was weird to, like, tell them. But, I don't know, it was like, it's like a, such a random person I would have never thought about. Like, okay, but I was like, sure, let's go for it. And I was like, God, I just pray that whatever they're going through may just be like, may just help them through it. Because like you said, you don't know what someone's going through. Like you don't know how much of what you can say can impact their life or even like just small little things. Sometimes for me, at least, I I pray for my usual list. So like for my family and mm-hmm. for like my very close friends or anyone who's asked me for a prayer request that day. Right. Um, but sometimes I'll get, like peep random people will come into my mind at the randomest times like a couple a couple days ago actually no a couple weeks ago actually I was like I was like about to get in the shower 
And then for some reason, it was like, to Haiti, like, pray. And I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, come on. Like, Excuse me, I'm about to shower. Yeah, I was like, what the heck is happening today? And, like, mm-hmm. I was like, you know what? I'll pray after I shower. <laughs> so, so after after my shower and after just, like, all the hygiene stuff, you know? Um, right. I quite literally like fell on my knees and I started praying for these people and I was like I was like like I need to let these people know so I I let the people know and just the reactions that you get from telling people that you're praying for them is so heartwarming like people had like one of one of them had snapped me back with a picture of them crying and was like hey, like, I needed that today. And other people were like, thank you so much. Like, God bless you. And stuff like that. So it's it's so crazy, like, just being able to have the power of prayer, just in general, you know? No, yeah. And, like, I think I'm a host person. I'm like, I don't want, I think I'm going to start the message off with, I want to think I'm weird. I think that's what it goes back to. It's like, I don't want people to think I'm weird. But, like, I'm not being weird. It's just something that I felt I needed to do. And if you think I'm weird, but I felt I need to tell you that, if that makes sense. Yeah, totally. I get, I get so nervous, like texting people like, Hey, I'm praying for you. Or like when I post on my story and I start, like people start asking me questions about like God and just like about religion in general. Like I get so scared and I'm like, Oh my goodness gracious. Like what if I say something wrong? And that's when it all comes back to just, diving as deep as you possibly can into the scripture you know because right now we're talking about love and about prayer and just love like Jesus is love you know like we we talk about being kind and we talk about being loving but we don't see that the person who was always loving and who was always kind is Jesus you know and sometimes people don't don't um necessarily put that into perspective um, because sometimes I see, I see people talking, they're like, they're like, yeah, like, I want to be as nice as Addison Ray, or I want to be as nice as Charlie. And I, like, right. I'm just like, I just like, that's cool and all, but I want to be as nice as Jesus, you know? Yeah. Uh-huh. So this whole, this whole subject that we've talked about so far has pretty much been about love. And mm-hmm. love is such a weird thing to think about. Um, and something that I've noticed throughout our generation. So Gen Z is very complicated. (laughs) (laughs) There's no other way to put it. Gen Z is just complicated to its core. I mean, we have done the scariest things. Like, uh, Annabelle. Oh my goodness. Everyone was talking about Annabelle. And we literally said, try me, Annabelle. We said, try me, because we were like, she's not going to come kill us all, you know? And, like, it's so weird, and it's, like, it's so crazy how weird our generation is. Um, But something that I've seen a lot is that people start craving love in middle school, sometimes elementary, like, fifth grade. Um, (laughs) But a lot of the time, love starts being craved in middle school, at least Mm -hmm when it comes down to relationships 
And that's something that I've seen a lot of people struggle with. It's something that I've struggled with personally. Like, being able to say, I'm in love with you. But the thing is that sometimes we're not attracted to actual love. Like, the what we think about love nowadays is just, like, a feeling. But love isn't a feeling. Like, love is patient. Love is kind. It's not boastful. Like, that whole, that whole memory, that whole verse just is, that's the definition of love. And it's something that our generation isn't quite um, keen on because we like this worldly idea of love, which always ends up coming back to relationships, to sex, to all that stuff. And it's something that we need to take a step back and realize, oh my gosh, like, like, that's not love. Like, love is Jesus, you know? Um, and I think it's so easy. Sorry, I think it's so easy. Um, I think it's just so easy to get caught up in the world's love and forget about Jesus' loves and the way, like, he loves you and just kind of put your love into, like, worldly things. Yeah. It's, I find myself sometimes... Um, loving like I don't know like ending I end up loving like my phone sometimes more than I Mm -hmm. love my bible you know it's 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 just how the world changes and how fast everything's happening that it's hard to really place where you are you know Mm um yeah so I like I was saying like I remember like I was saying last time we were, like we had our episode I said that like there was a time where I was kind of like lost and I was like I don't know what I'm doing and I don't know where I'm going and I think it's because I was putting my love in the wrong places yeah is that something that you like personally struggle with a lot I think it's something that like I just when I love something I love really hard if that makes sense it totally makes sense when I love someone, I just kind of, like, put my whole, like, heart into that person. Like, it doesn't have to be, like, a relationship. It can literally just be, like, my friends or something like that. And I'll love someone so much. And, like, it hurts. Like, it doesn't go right, if that makes sense. Yeah. I I do the same thing. Except most of the time when I do something like that, like, it's over really dumb things. Like, I'll start <laughs> putting my love into – let's just – okay, let's just use this as an, exa- as ex- as an example – um, as we said in the first episode, we are both very keen on One Direction. Um, <laughs> so that's why, like, if I'm not using an example, like, from the Bible, or if I'm not using an example from my daily life, I'm using a One Direction a, a, a One Direction reference. Um, if, if you don't know who they, if you don't know who they are, you're living under a rock. A rock. It's been 10 years. I think it's, it's time. <laughs> it's time for you to stop what you're doing and listen to Midnight Memories because it is, it is their best album. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. You don't have, don't click off the podcast. Just um, kidding, but not really. <laughs> <laughs> um, no. So sometimes I end up putting my focus on very dumb things. And when, um, Liam started coming out with these YouTube videos and he posted the cookie song. I I, have not heard I literally fell in love with the song. Like <laughs> it's it's so dumb too. It's like I love eating cookies. Eat cookies love eating me. 
Like, what in the world are those lyrics? <laughs> They're so bad. The lyrics are so dumb. But it was something in the moment that I ended up loving. Just, like, listening to the song once. And, like, after that, like, the song was just stuck in my head. So when it comes down to loving things more than loving my relationship with Christ, it's usually something of that sort. It's usually something very dumb and very worldly sometimes. Um, I think that's really difficult, just to, like, putting your love into something else. I think something that a lot of people have struggled before is, like, love in, like, a relationship, like, an actual Mm -hmm. relationship, like, with a boy or, like, with a girl. Like, I've never experienced a relationship, so I don't know what that feels like, you know? Right. But I feel like if I was in that situation, like, if I had a boyfriend, like, I feel like if our relationship wasn't Christ-centered, then I would be relying on the boy that I'm with to provide all the love for me instead of leaning on God for love, you know? Right, I completely agree with you. And that's something that, like, I did have, I've had relationships before and just, like, I've always wanted my relationships to be, like, Christ-centered. I think Christ-centered relationships are the way to go just because, I don't know how to explain it, but, like, there's less of a struggle, I guess, because you both know what you want and there's less temptations, I guess. I, I saw it a lot with my grandparents. So my grandparents, like, their love story is so funny to me because they <laughs> they literally... Like, my aunt had a crush on my grandfather's brother. So, for all I knew, like, I would be related, like, to my aunt and my uncle. Like, if that makes any sense. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't know. So, basically, my aunt had a crush on my uncle from, like, my aunt on my mom's, on my grandma's side, had a crush on my uncle from my grandpa's side. So my aunt called my uncle and she was like hey we're on this street like this is where we're at like we need a ride and they met through like their like siblings having crushes on each other you know which is like hilarious to me um (laughs) but it was it was crazy to see how when they were telling you their love story that my grandfather said he was like the first thing that I told her was that she can't expect me to give her all the love because it he said that it wasn't his place to give her everything that he was always going to give all his love to God first and not to her and at first she she said that at first she was kind of mad because they started dating when they were quite young they were about 15 my my grandma was about 15 16 years old and wow yeah so um she like she was like I was so mad like he was my first boyfriend and like all these things and then she was like she's like as I started to grow my relationship in Christ I realized that he was right that God is going to be the first thing that I love and then second it will be him and then third it'll be my children and then it'll so on and so forth. And it's crazy how you can see love totally change from a worldly relationship to a Christ-centered re- relationship, you know? And I think that's so important to remember that, like, yes, you do love this person a lot. 
but who do you love more? Do you love this person? Do you love God more? And I think that's something like a lot of people struggle with is just like trying to like keeping the focus on God and not the relationship and not like what that person can do for you. Because yes, that person does love you. That person does care about you. But if you love and you care about this person so much, can you imagine how much God loves you? And I think that's always something so good to reflect on is all this love that you have for one person, like that's how much God loves you, but like times a billion. Yeah, 100%. Like, it's it's crazy. Sometimes I've I've heard this analogy used a lot. It's it's so it's somewhere along the lines of do you want the world to love you? Like do you want the world to be totally obsessed with you and show you worldly love? Or do you want to just be totally engulfed by God's love? Like no one else's love matters to you but God's. And I was like, like that kind of opened my eyes because at the time when I heard that, um, I was living for the world. Like I wasn't living for the King of Kings. Mm-hmm. I was living for the people at school so that the people at school could like me. I just wasn't in a good place, you know? And it's something where now we have to just take a step back and realize, okay, well, look, I can't live and like want to the world's love because the world's not always going to love you. But God is always going to love you. No matter what, he's going to be there with you. He's always just going to love you because you're his child. Like, he created you, you know? I think that's super important to remember, too, that what you said, the world is always going to love you. And I think that's something I've always struggled with because I always want people to like me. And I have to realize, hey, not everyone's going to like you and that's okay. And you can't force people to like you. Yeah, totally. Just to touch back, like, on our original topic because we are <laughs> from... We, I feel like we just bounce around, um, right? Because one thing leads to another. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, as we were talking about, like people who just helped us, um, just grow in our relationships. Like, other than like your family members, like who's someone who's just totally like helped you? In my family, or like besides my family? Besides your family, I have a really good friend of mine who like was there for all of my like highs and lows of life these past I think this past was like a really a struggle and they've always kind of really been there to support me to guide me and like just lead me back to Christ and like, I would go to this person and I was like I don't know what I'm doing like I don't know who I am and I think that she's been one of my like closest she's been like there to support me the most throughout my whole journey with Christ yeah that's that's so great what um, about you but it's it's come to the point where like she she'll see my grandma post something about me and she'll text my grandma and she's like hey give me Suhaili's phone number and like I need to text her right away like I have this this and this planned and like maybe like she wants to come with us like maybe she'll want to go and like stuff like that and it's like oh my goodness like I haven't seen her in years and she still cares about me and she's she still prays for me you know but like not just her like in middle school just having um that one leader who will always be there for you and then moving to high school and then having a different leader always be there for you and it's just like that relationship that you end up having with these just amazing like women who follow god with everything in them is so like helpful you know like they set an example for what you want to be like you know yeah, I completely agree. 
and just kind of like like it all goes back to like having that great support having that great support system and having someone kind of call you out in a way when you kind of stray away from God and be and then be like hey 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 like where are you going come back yeah and if if you don't have that support system if you don't have people who are trying to guide you um don't be afraid don't be afraid to reach out to a friend who you know is a Christian who you know has a very good relationship with Christ and also don't be afraid to maybe even ask us um I don't know if you um, know us, like, from Instagram or if you're just listening to us. So, as I said earlier, like, I've always, I've grown up in the church. My grandparents were very high, high up in the old church that we used to go to and stuff like that. Um, but I've, I've really had a number of people just help me, if that makes sense, um, when I was little. Um there there's this family um and he's a pastor and she's his she's um his wife um and my family used to go on mission trips with them um all the time um we my i went on my first mission trip at i think about six months old um and from there on i've gone on a ton of mission trips with them and with their family um, and with their grandchildren, which is super amazing and super fun. Um, but just his wife in general, like, she's known me since I was born. And she quite, like, we're not as in contact with them as we used to be because um, they moved away. Like, they no longer live here just because you can. But if there's a way that you can contact us go ahead and do it because honestly I feel like for both of us it's it would be such an honor and just such a blessing to be able to pray for you and to be able to just fully like get to know you and help you in your walk with Christ 100% I completely agree with what you said I would I love people I love to be the support for the people and if like you all ever need anything we do have our Instagram page brave in faith if you want to go listen to that if you want to go follow that um, you can DM us through there, and if not, you can just go stalk the, our, our, who are following, and you can find our personal Instagrams there, and you want to DM us. But yeah, I think we kind of touched base on everything we wanted to talk about on today's episode, and we kind of went, um, kind of thought about other things, too, that are really important, such as love and just stuff like that. So I think that's a wrap. Yeah. Um, so um, thank you so much for listening to today's episode. Um, we talked about just relationships with our families, how we've grown with, how others have helped us grow with Christ. Um, And we talked a lot about love and showing love to others. Um, I'm Suhaidi. And And I'm Jenna. Thank you so much for listening to this, our second episode. Um, Yes. Yeah. We'll we'll be back with an episode next week. We 